I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Siakam the slam! CJ the Welcome, welcome, welcome to Strictly Hoops with CJ Miles. Rate, review, Here. and subscribe to the podcast and on YouTube. Everybody. Like and subscribe there as well. CJ, we got ourselves a special guest today. Yes, sir. 2020 the himself. The 20, yeah, 2020. Yeah. Yesterday. And I hope we're, we're going to talk about that today because that yeah, was an exceptional sure. performance as the Raptors are looking to get into the playoffs. Sir, Fred Van Vliet, starting point guard for your Toronto Raptors. How are you? Man, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Long time coming. Yeah, for sure. Coming off of that 2020. Like the day after that happens, it's next game, next day, back to work, or is it like, wow, that actually that actually happened? I had twenty assists and, and twenty points in a game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I really don't think too much of it. Um, like in the moment, you know, it's just I'm just playing and I'm just surveying. I'm doing my thing and I'm reading the floor and guys making shots and making layups. So, uh, you know. Obviously, I'm super uh, uh, appreciative and humbled, like to be able to have a game like that. But I think the more, the most joy I get out of it is just the conversation, the text, the calls. You know, my family, like people who really like couldn't believe that. I, you know, what I mean, like, bro, you got a 2020. You know, so I think that part of it is like they like, damn, 2020 is tough. You know, not many people yeah. can do that. So for me, it's like. I feel like I should have been had one. So it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not really thinking <laughs> about it. Like, you know, oh my yeah. God, it's this big accomplishment. It's, I'm yeah. just like, I should. That's I, what I text I, you. And I played I, bad. I really played bad. Yeah. You know? But that's what I text you. I was like, it was, it's crazy to like to watch that game. And like, obviously like me being around and seeing almost the beginning and seeing you be able to just grow into who you are. That's what was the craziest mm-hmm. thing to me. Cause like, you being really ho- gotten the whole thing under your finger, like right. you running <laughs> right. the ship, like you right. running the ship, right? Which is the and you was thing there, about- and you know what I mean? The- you you yeah. was there, so yeah. you saw it, like you know. And, and I think that's another part of the journey that I just appreciate is just how far I've come in such a small amount of time. Um, so I think my lens and the way that I view myself is so much different than you know everybody else' perspective. So my my viewpoint on things is always going to be different. And that's your strength right there is that your viewpoint is so different and that you're able to block out the noise. And there is so much noise being an NBA player. And I want to get to some of that stuff as well with you, uh, not just your story, but also some of the recent trends we've seen in the NBA. But first, you know, when you and CJ met each other, when was it first reactions? Uh, I want to say my it was media day. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the first, you know, the first day that yeah. first, Initial um, first week of school vibe. Yeah, facts. Um, <laughs> and, and we knew that we brought CJ in uh, to be a, a sniper for us. And um, really, I think as the young group, we kind of knew that's all we was missing. Like, none of us really could shoot like that at that time where, like, you know, we were viewed as a consistent three-point threat. Um, we knew we needed that on the wing. And 
he was just a great vet because he was like an old young guy who, who had a ton of experience in the league, but he really was what? Was he 30, CJ, at the time? At the time, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm 29 now. Yeah, so that was six years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. He was calling man. CJ like Papa Miles, you know what Facts. I mean? At the time, like, when <laughs> we look at just turned it, like, 30. <laughs> yeah, he had just turned 30, so he felt really young. We felt young, um, but he had so much experience to draw on and just share with us, and, you know, he was just uh, – so welcoming and just, you know, a great uh, vet for all of us to really put the battery in our back. You know, it was just a a, a great relationship. But that's what's funny about that, because I tell people all the time, I was like, I ain't do as much as y'all thought I did. All I did was <laughs> tell everybody to shoot. Like, that was right. all I did. I nah, was like, bro, but, just go. I was just like, just go. Like, go and we'll figure it out. Like, yeah. I'm in the gym with y'all every day. I'm not worried about y'all not being able to make no plays. Like, that was the biggest thing. And yeah. the only other thing was like, opening up the viewpoint. So like the story of us being the best bench in the league. I remember starting that year off saying best in the league every game. Mm -hmm. And then it took us a month just because we we thought we could be it. Like going down the sideline before every game, best in the league to the point where everybody starts saying it over there. And then yeah. next thing you know, that was the expectation. Cause it's yeah. like, why couldn't we be? Yeah. No, you, you definitely was uh, the right voice and just the right, um, personality for us and, and even I don't know you don't think it's a, a small thing but even you haven't been where you was, was at to come and tell everybody to shoot the ball you know because I, that's one of the mm. biggest things that bench players struggle with is that confidence and that leash and knowing like what's the right amount to try to showcase and, and before you get pulled or you know being able to play through mistakes or whatever so to have somebody like CJ who like Right, you know if you if he touch it, he's shooting it. So it just set the tone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like we yeah. going he's always open, no matter we're what. Going. He can and get then we gonna figure out. He, then we yeah. gonna figure out who's who matchup it is that night. And we like, yeah. you better you going because we going yeah. to you. Next and thing you know, we playing twelve minutes at a time now. We playing yeah. whole quarters, fourteen minutes at a time. Like, yeah. yeah, that was a great time. I think in all of our development. Nah. You know, as I look back now, like, especially, you know, me, P, P and Yak having us back together at this stage, just looking back at, you know, essentially kind of doing the same thing, you know, that we was doing then just like on a larger scale with more minutes and more yeah. touches or opportunities. That's crazy that you bring that up. That's a good thing for us to go to talk about Yak. Cause I heard when he came back, they asked him to say something. He was like, you guys know me, I'm home. Like, that's what he said. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wish I'd have been there for that because that sounded yeah. like him. But nah, like, it was it was like perfect Yak, man. Yeah. They, yeah. You know, Nick was trying to be funny. Like, hey, Yak, introduce yourself. And he's like, man, who don't know me? Like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I've been here, even though I ain't here. And that's, a, yeah. that's an incredible shirt right there. Yeah, That's right there. So we got Fred right here. They gave you a tan. Yeah. And <laughs> Yak is, for some reason, yellow. Yeah, and we got Delon, CJ's right here. You got Lucas, Norm. Yeah. Anyways, Lucas, that was man. Yeah, yeah. And Norm was on there too. It was Good a beautiful time. time. So, how many times did you guys just straight up run the starters out at the gym during practices? Did that happen often? <laughs> yeah, most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> there were stories, Fred, during the pandemic, peak pandemic. I saw you. I was, I was listening to those IG lives you were doing. There were a few stories you shared about uh, times with Demar. And uh, anyways, um, I know that it happened definitely more than once. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. It really was most of the time. And because, you know, not only do the vets not really want to practice, but yeah. we were very capable and we were very hungry and we just knew how to play them mm -hmm. because we yeah. were like the perfect uh, <laughs> opposite 
Facts. from what they were. You Facts. know what I mean? So it's we like were we were total perfect. slower pace, right? Yeah, like they was more like yeah. pick and roll post up with Demar and Kyle, and then we was just running and gunning and flying around flying with around. And then you fast forward and you look and it's like, okay, look at the players that were actually on that bench. You know what I mean? Now we weren't. I wasn't who I was then. You know who I am now, but like it wasn't that far off. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's just like the more thanks. polished, experienced version. Because the other thing is, all we did was script, like our open stuff. We scripted yeah. so much, because, so like yeah. we just played out of it. Like we didn't even have to think about it. Everybody just passed and moved out the way, interchanged, do whatever. We wasn't running a lot of sets. We probably had a a set for like one set for like everybody. Like I had a set for getting the three pointer. It was a yeah. set to get you and the uh, the line um, pick and rolls from the high. Yeah. From the high wing, like in the slot. But we didn't do a lot of we just dribble handoffs and moving. Just and, hooping. Just out yeah, there and that's why they didn't like to play us in practice because they want to come do that. Yeah, like they want to deal with that. Fast. Just playing it fast. Would, it would take us to start talking crazy for them to get into it sometimes. Like we have to like they look up and we talking crazy. Like, yeah, like who was the talker? That was, who was the talker? Just in general. Like yeah. but that was but that was why we were so good also, because we pushed yeah. each other all the time. Yeah. Like you wasn't going to be able to have no scrimmage days and we had two, three days of practice and like coach Stewart because it was going to be embarrassing. And don't mm. nobody want to get embarrassed. So mm -hmm. like if you wasn't feeling like practicing that day, by the time we got to that scrimmage, you yeah. was going to get yourself warmed up because it would yeah. be 20 to two in a quarter. Quick, quick, <laughs> quick. Yeah, I think I think that was the biggest thing with that. Like that shit was just explosive. Like it was yeah. just like, like it just happened. Like it would put a run, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we played. And anybody. And anybody would be the one that started it. Like somebody yeah. would get to the rim three times in a row. I get a couple of threes. Pascal get a steal and a dunk. Next thing you know, he's screaming. Yacht get a roll and a dunk. Whatever <laughs> happened. Yeah. And next thing you know, it's just like everybody that do what they do is getting a chance at what they do. The mm -hmm. line you're rowing, Fred, three point behind the pick and roll, getting downhill, dump offs, whatever, yeah. whatever. Like it was all because we played so fast. It was so much space all the time. That must have helped inform the way you would play during games too. Cause I mean, you're, uh, even the starters, they sure they played a little bit slow, but they aren't the only group of starters to play slow, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of a, a way in which some teams just want to operate, but you guys being that curveball, it probably helped you develop a little bit too. You know, you're making mm -hmm. decisions pretty fast. Yeah. And I think just like this, with the success that we had, you know, early on, I think it just allowed for a better situation. Like our starters, our main guys was fresh. Yeah. fresher to right. close games there was yeah. plenty games you know maybe eight to 12 games where we finished the game um mm -hmm. you know what i mean throughout the season so you're taking those minutes off their legs uh and we're getting experienced the whole time so much so that in the playoffs they had to switch their rotations and their matchups to Thanks. counter our bench, <laughs> yeah. which is yeah. something that I yeah. still have not seen to this day. Yeah. I haven't seen that. You know what LeBron I mean? LeBron James, right? They had, to bring, James. Bron, they had yeah. to bring Bron back in just because. He didn't sit. He didn't yeah. sit. He couldn't. <laughs> he couldn't. You know what I mean? The yeah. bench, first the bench was 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 not going to go well for them. Yeah. So yeah. I think, you know, that that's just a testament to like where we were at the time and also, you know, our main guys, which was Kyle, DeMar, JV, the surges, those guys, like they were they were doing what they were supposed to do. And our job was to either maintain or or take it up a notch. Right. And I thought that and the other did. thing that we would do is like we could do for them is if Kyle or DeMar was struggling when it was time for us to come in, they would leave the one that was struggling in so the pace would pick up so they could get easier shots. Mm -hmm. So, like, mm. Kyle would start finishing quarters with us 
so he can play a different pace, get mm-hmm. him a couple threes, get downhill, different things like that. Or DeMar will be handling the ball a little bit more, but he knew he was running. So he yeah. could attack and do things. He didn't have to stay in the post-ups and the isos and stuff like that. So it gave different looks for them if they needed to get them a couple easy baskets before they had to come out the game. Yeah. After the yeah. game yesterday, Steve Clifford was asked about what the difference was. And he's like, well, we got to see what we can do with that Van Vliet pick and roll. He just crushed us. His high intensity, you know, usually 1 p.m. start. Some players come out, you know, a little bit slow out of the gate. But he was, of the 10 guys, he was the one that was on. On the pick and roll with Yak. Um, not a lot of pick and roll in the Toronto Raptors for a few seasons, right? It was just kind of like a philosophy thing or whatever the case is. But you get Yak now, and clearly your role change in a sense where you had to probably I would imagine like tap into skills you already had a little bit or you had to like you know maybe look at some film more and understand how you could get the best out of your duo what's that transition been like for you um <laughs> yeah it's it's been a, it's been a journey man you know like yeah and I just pride myself on being adaptable and, and being uh versatile I know I, like when you look at me you don't you don't look at it like that you know what I'm saying? Because of my I size. I do, but yeah, go on. My stature. I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm speaking for the general people that don't really know Speak shit about them. basketball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like the most, you know, the general fan would not look at me and, and think of a versatile player. You know what I mean? But I always prided myself on that because from day one, all I wanted to do was have a 10 to 15 year career. And how do you do that? You got to find different ways to be effective. So starting off, I'm going to pick up full court and I'm going to make open corner threes. Mm-hmm. All right, now I'm going to build my legs up. Now I can shoot the 45. Okay, now I can shoot the three off the dribble. Now I'm playing with guys who can score 30, so I'm going to just spot up. Now I'm playing with Kawhi. Now I need to be a two with Kyle. Now Kyle's gone. Now I'm the lead guy. All-star, boom, come back. Okay, now we got young guys that we want to develop into wing stars. So, okay, it's time to try to figure something else off the ball. Then we get Yak back. You got to play pick and roll with him. Sure. So here we are, which is probably what I do best. Ironically enough, mm-hmm. pick and roll is probably what I do best. It's just that it hasn't really been a heavily featured thing in yeah. my career so far. But the funniest part about it is, is my pre-draft workout for the Raptors was just three on three, four on four pick and roll for 45 <laughs> minutes. And I, and it's really probably the reason why yeah, they picked yeah. me, you know what I mean? Yeah. They brought me to training camp was to be able to run the show and, 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 and get us in offense and, and get shots huh. for it. Um, again, just trying to be versatile and, and be able to do more than one thing and be able to do more than one thing. Well, um, something that I take a lot of pride in. It's always been though, like, we talk about players when they come in, like they never really like opportunity says a lot about a lot of things. Like a lot of guys don't, don't get, make these drastic jumps. They just start getting minutes and time to get comfortable to show all their skills off. Like people right. don't really look at it like your role, like you broke it down. Like so in the beginning, you could have ran a pick and roll early in your career. It's just that this who I'm playing with, these are the shots I get. Same thing. I come in the league running and jumping. Catching lives, coming off screens, doing all this, guarding the best dude that come in the league, in a, into the into the arena. Next thing you know, I go play with Kyrie. I right. he dancing with that thing. So like, how am I? What I gotta do to keep myself in the game? I'm gonna stretch this floor, and then stretching the floor give me the indie, give me the Toronto, get, and then like I just have to like add these layers. So like, all right, now I gotta be able to shoot contested because ain't nobody leaving. They face guard. Now I gotta yeah. figure out how to get off these. Now I got to figure out how to play the four so I can pick and pop, so I can give myself more opportunities to be more versatile to get shots. 
Like, it's the same thing. Like, you just got to be able to understand the game, where it's going, where you at, who on your team, how can you keep yourself in the game? And no. that's my favorite thing about you is that you got to a point where, like, people could walk in the arena in the second quarter and not know that the first quarter that the way you got so 20 was straight up off the dribble threes. And you would be into a whole different game because they changed it. Now you downhill the whole time. Now you throwing mm-hmm. cross court one hand passes to the corner. Like they have like being able to do all that is just from opportunity and recognition. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And just trying to be ready for that moment. You know what I mean? So like, you know how I prepare every day, just coming into the lab and, and and getting work in and, and just sharpening skills and, and just being a student of the game and, and learning, you know what I mean? Like, I always value myself as, like, a very high IQ player, but, like, I had a lot to learn, you know, as a sure. league dog, as a main guy, as a, a guy who's getting double teamed in the playoffs, a guy who they blitz the pick and rolls now, who I'm I'm guarding, you know what I'm saying? I, I get a couple yeah. – a couple shots, couple, you know, every time I make a three, the team call a timeout because I'm not supposed to get that shot. You know what I'm saying? I'm drawing the best wing defenders some nights now. You know what I mean? Like, this is all learning experience for me, which is not viewed that way because I'm 29. I spent four years in college. I was undrafted. I started coming off the bench X, Y, and a third. So it's not viewed the same as a young prospect, but like, I'm still in my development stage in my mind. You know what I mean? And I'm still able go out there and produce at a high level and and just try to impact the game. But I feel like that's why you going to be, that's why you, that's why you are great Ben great because you stay, you should stay in your development stage. Like you should try to stay in there as long as you can. Obviously like certain guys careers go a certain way. They get chosen to be on good teams because of one role. Like I had that like second half of my career. That's what you do. But like, even within that, like you gotta, you gotta stay in. How can I keep getting better? If you don't, you'll be out of th- that door. Revolve quick. Yeah, like it's they, quick. That gets yeah. you out of here. Like mm, you can't I figure think, out how to adjust to this. Peace. I think too, and that's what that's what excites me. You know what I mean? That's what keeps me going is because like it's so much that I haven't shown yet that I know I can do. Like yeah. I still got passes mm. to unlock. Like you know what I mean? I know yeah. I could throw left hand cross court you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah. to the corner i know i could throw the behind the back like i i know i had these things you did yesterday that, that was beautiful by the way you know what i mean i know i have <laughs> different things that i can add to my game still that i haven't you know what i'm saying that i haven't yet and um yeah. you know just every day just being grateful for the opportunity and the position i'm in and just always putting winning first and letting yeah. letting my role and my development grow outside of that you know what i mean i just try to do whatever the team needs me to do on a nightly basis and most nights you know it's going to be different you're a prime example of what i talked about though with uh jeff um, jeff yeah. just yeah. talked about they talking about the a's i'm like bro what do that got to do with anything no it don't got nothing to it do got nothing with. to do with i'm like it's not mm-hmm. like he's 31 33 and you can't figure out like all my good years are in this time anyway yeah, I like I think the age thing should only matter based on the contract that you got. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? Or if you like, got body problems. To, yeah. Ain't no body problems. Yeah. yeah, and he haven't played. He got no minutes on his legs in the NBA. So you he's know 22. He's not that's 20. <laughs> a, that's prime years. 26 is prime years. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, that's that, nah, that's Jeff, what I don't get, Jeff, bro. 
Jeff is a baller, bro. Jeff Jeff can hoop, bro. He, but it's because a- of this the media side of this that we've let creep into the like the potential thing they want to grow. Oh, mm-hmm. we can make him a project, and you know, you give us this next instant. Like, well, I'm not yeah, looking for CJ, a project. You know that they, it's in front offices too that they view him as 26 years old. And I, I talked to Jeff last week about this, and he was preaching about you know his being humble and opportunity is the reason why maybe things haven't gone the way he wanted to. But at the same time, and you and I discussed it is that front offices sometimes they look at him as uh, 26. There's no, he's reaching his ceiling very soon, but at the same time, the yeah. average NBA career is six years. Yeah. So, but the same, so what I mean by that though, is that you got to look at it like the front office is trying to figure out how to present this to the media. So when it go bad, they don't look mm, bad. Yeah. That's what it's about. They got to make right. it look like, all right, if I got a younger guy, I can always say, Oh, it just didn't pan out. But, like, if I get this guy a chance and it don't pan out, I was like, well, you wasted three years on him and he's 29 now. Like, that shouldn't I, – I, I waste – we waste three, four, five, six years on people all the time. Mm-hmm. And dudes that can hoop don't get a chance in the league. And that's why you see all these guys that's a little bit older popping up when they get opportunities because they're able to handle it. These young yeah. dudes, some of them can't handle not playing because mm-hmm. they've been told they was about to be Michael Jordan their whole life. And when you get mm-hmm. to the league, everybody been Michael Jordan somewhere. Like, everybody in the locker room was almost, most guys led their team to a state championship, went to a good college, did some mm-hmm. in the NCAA. Nine out of 13 guys is McDonald's All-Americans. And all that stuff you think that separates you don't separate you no more in no NBA locker room. Mm-hmm. And the guys that didn't get it, they hungry in you. We looking at one. He didn't get what he should have got. So now, you being a McDonald's All-American made me want to get you more. Yeah. I'm going to get you out of here. You been right. on the list. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you don't even realize what you're going up against. Yeah. Because you're worried about what you did. You ain't did nothing once you put that other that new jersey on. Yeah. No, you preach now, boy. I think uh I think this is I every think, episode, too. by the way. This is yeah. how it rolls. No, I know. I've been watching because I, 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 I tell you, not media, I'm a hooper. So, like, yeah. I'm not I giving CJ, you that. I text CJ, I said, Man, you in the perfect business, bro. Facts. Yeah. We talked about it in San Antonio too. It was like we talked about it at the end but of the day. No, like, I think but one more point on that. I think too, what people gotta realize too is like you gotta have some distinction between the front office and the team. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, to your point, I think having a viewpoint of an asset, which is where the age and the potential thing will come in, I think there is some value in that part of it. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we gotta we gotta grade this asset based on all of these different characteristics, age being one of them. But once he's on the team, now it transitions over into our world, which is just yeah. who when it don't yeah. matter. I don't care. Is like can you, can you be help 40. Us? Can you help us win? Can you hoop? What's the upside there? And sure. we've seen it where guys yeah. catch on late, you know, all the time. Like it don't really matter, you know what I mean? Versus I'm obviously you know what side I'm gonna lean on because I know the mind of an 18, 19, and 20 year old and the the skill set and the mindset of maturation of a man is going to like the sample size is so small of the guys who was able to do it at that age. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. give them all opportunities because mm-hmm. in theory, with more opportunity, you'll have more success. But that's not always the case. You know, what I mean, it's not a sure science. More cases than not. If we really look at it, you know, what I'm, yeah, saying? I'm not trying it, to turn nobody down. I'm not trying. <laughs> I'm just saying. But it's more cases than not. That's why they mm-hmm. made the rule about the high school thing because yeah. it's way more yeah. that you will never hear their name again and we could have saved their careers by letting mm. them go to school yeah no, like, no, no. absolutely 
So then what is the balance between confidence and arrogance? I mean, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I think you do need a level of arrogance to be great. You no, know, you got to have confidence a in yourself, of, right? Yeah, and you yeah, got to have a little, a little snarl, bit of, for sure. and you got to have a little bit of like, like craziness. Like your, your view, like you said, his viewpoint of himself. My viewpoint of myself got to be way more than what everybody else is trying to project on me. Like yeah. you might think I'm just this, but you don't see the work I put in and what I think about and what's my business for this. I can't let you put nothing on me to slow down what I'm trying to do. Yeah, and I really I don't, don't think. Yeah, I really don't think. I don't. I don't really believe in arrogance in basketball, and and, and really why I say that is because unless it's it's towards other people, mm-hmm. like just on a daily basis, you know what I mean, as a human. Yeah, that's bad, obviously. And then yeah. two, like if it's arrogant to the point to where it hurts you or your team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's really the only two things that, you know, because if you want to be great, you you got to be a different type of you gotta uh, be. Uh, a sure. mind anyway. Because if I listen to what people thought of me, I'd be working at, you know what I mean? Trader yeah. Trump or some or, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I listen to people who who don't like the way I play or they think I shoot too much or I'm selfish or this, this, that, and the third, like, I wouldn't be in the NBA. You understand what I'm saying? Like, nobody believed in me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I believed in myself. And, like, that's something that you could never take away from, from on yourself or, or anybody yeah. else is in this position. You know what I'm saying? So I think, like, confident. it depends on who's asking the question. Like, what's the difference? That's what it really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know if a teammate says you're arrogant, then it's different than, you know, like, are you arrogant arrogant because of how you treat people or are you arrogant because you think you're a great player and you're trying to win and you're yeah. taking shots or you're yeah. trying to make plays, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and people looking like, from the outside who have no idea what the coach, yeah. the game plan was, what any other thing, like, you know, because mm-hmm. if they don't want me to shoot no more, they'll take me out the game. Right. That's the, like, if my coach ain't <laughs> like, saying nothing to me, if my, like, that's the way this I see is, it. This is, this is, this is my list. And this is my honest list. Like, my coaches in the game, after the game, my mom, my brother, management. If none of those people are are making comments about anything that I need to do differently, then it's like, you know what I mean? And even them, I'm still going to take it with a, you know, I'm still mm-hmm. going to look like, all right, maybe I think about it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, I'm not, I'm Fast out up. there, I'm playing how I know how to play, mm-hmm. how I think and what I think is best. And what I think will help the team, and I got a pretty good track record. You know what I'm saying? So like, That's the thing you got to remember. Yeah. Remember your own track record. We throw our yeah. track records away so fast when something go left a little bit. Like, bro, you figured this out every time. Like, why now do what anybody else got to say got any weight on what you're doing? Because yeah, at the like, end of the day, ain't none of them ran no sprints. Ain't none of them shot none of these shots. Ain't none of them lifting none of these weights. So, like, they can yeah. say what they think they see. But ain't nothing in between them lines. Yeah, I just don't believe in playing with fear. You know what I'm saying? I'm damn sure not gonna play like fear of what people think. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the that's the most handicapping thing you could ever yeah. do to yourself mm-hmm. is like worrying about what other people think about. Like, yeah, you you know, it comes with the territory. You know what I'm saying? Especially now in this era, the game is growing so much. Whereas, you know, people there's there's really like businesses built around you know what we're doing yeah. right now this is a podcast yeah. talking about our team like you know what i'm saying yeah. the game yeah. grown that much mm-hmm. to where there's so much discourse around the game but like i wouldn't how many times i failed in the last moments in my life missing game winners turning the ball over making bad plays like i didn't i've done that a thousand times but mm-hmm. guess what in game six i have no fear 
I don't have, I have no, I'm not afraid to lose. I'm not afraid to make a mistake. I'm not afraid to airball a game winner. I'm not afraid to mm. take the shot. I'm not afraid to not take the shot. Mm. I'm just not worried about what most people is worried about because when I'm in between them lines, it's just like get the job done. And that's really all I think about. Damn, that's power. You dealt with them emotions before. Mm. So like, cause I did it and I dealt with it. I already been, I know what it feel like. So like, and I got past it and got to the league. So why I'm gonna stop, like, like what I'm gonna, like what's gonna stop me from keep doing what I'm doing? Like it, mm. you ain't never even got off the couch yet. And you telling me like, it's crazy. I just always value the, the, the reward over the risk. You know what right. I mean? Like, I think the reward of being great and being special and, and achieving these things and winning a championship and winning and going to the playoffs and helping your team and like that, all of that outweighs the negativity or the mm -hmm. backlash that comes with mm -hmm. being criticized. And I've had hard coaches. I've never had a bad coach, but I've been getting yeah. cussed out playing basketball my whole life. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it is what it is, it you is. know, like yeah. I had to really break down my film four years every single day in Wichita where it was like, not just a couple plays. It was like every bad play you make is going to make mm -hmm. it on film. And you're going to get embarrassed until you not you don't end up on film no more. So, like, my upbringing in, in basketball plays a role in how I view the game as well. You know, I'm not really too concerned with that. And it's not upbringing like that now. Now everybody got highlight tapes. So, like, like everybody made to feel like, hey, you good, you good, you good. No, you're not. Yeah. And that's yeah. okay. And you got, and you got, and you got phones at halftime. You got you got phones at halftime now. You know what I'm saying? You got Twitter now. You you got yeah. your phone. Like even if you don't want to look at it, like you're gonna see something. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah. Like yeah. I'm I'm watching it, how it's changed, even in my short time, in my seven years, you know what I'm saying? Versus like how I grew. I couldn't imagine having all of these things being a teenager. You know what I'm saying? Like it would have drastically changed my makeup and, and who I am as a person. So I don't necessarily blame nobody for it or yeah, it's just yeah. It's just the way it is. It just is what it is. But there is a difference. You know what I'm saying? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And you got to yeah. be able to recognize that. And that's how people get it messed up. And they think by us calling it that we trying to like we hating on it. I'm like, no, you just see the difference. And like my job as a as a veteran and a retired player that's teaching the game to young dudes is to show them how to separate yourself. Put that thing down, man. Mm -hmm. Like let's do this work because now mm -hmm. I know they not doing this work. No. I know they not they don't they're not even looking. I'm like I'm here in the summertime, I'm still hooping and things like that. And we'll see the UTSA guys say, man, I wanted to get in the gym with you. I'll be like, bet we hooping tomorrow at six. They be like, all right, I might come. I'm like, what you mean you might come? Well, I'm like, bro, I'm not even playing no more. I worked out at four thirty this morning, shot a little bit, and came and hoop. My day should not be harder than yours. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not, this is me just doing my rec. I'm not even like trying to go nowhere. Yeah, you're not even in mode like yeah, that. I'm not, yeah, I'm just, this is just what I did today. Cause this is like, I'm staying in shape and I love the game. And I, I'm like, bro, you shouldn't be walking in here 
looking like you like <laughs> like you've done something. I'm like, bro, I'm just I'm just filling my day up. Like I'm not even trying to go play. And that's yeah. the part I hope that don't get lost, you know, and the way that everything is shaping out now. Because the game is growing at a crazy pace and, yeah. you know, a lot of it is for the betterment. And, mm -hmm. you know, obviously the NBA sake is more money, is more opportunities, more everything. Like that's life changing things. But it's like we can't lose the fabric of like what makes the game the game, you know, and, and like CJ, know this 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 game has been so good to all of us, you know. Yeah. And all of us. The best thing you can do is just get in that lab every day and just put that sweat equity in and just, you know, see what That's come it. out of it. And you'll be surprised at, at what you can achieve. You know what I mean? Just sure. look at me for an example. There's 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 a thousand other cases of guys that nobody really thought nothing of that, you know, they turned themselves into whatever they wanted to. But you gotta put the work in. You can't skip yeah. that part. Thanks. So what is your response to someone? And I mean, it's already been talked about. Even Jakob Pertl was asked about it yesterday, and he kind of went to bat for you in a way when he was asked about um, your influence on the game. A fan says that, you know what, I think Fred Van Vliet is a selfish player. What is your response to that? Uh, let me think about how I want to say that. <laughs> I got two words. <laughs> yeah, I this got. Is I, an, this is an edited podcast, by the way. I can yeah, take nah, it. I can take it whatever, whatever you want. And you also can say whatever you want on here. Like, it's, nah, it's I true think, to say. I, nah, in all in all seriousness, bro. Again, I touched on it a little bit. I'm gonna just say this. Just just for everybody that that's gonna see this, that that's listening. There's nothing, zero, nothing a fan could tell me about basketball. Zero. Nothing. So let's just let's start there. All right. Okay. Yep. Second. <laughs> My bad. Because right. I agree with you. Just... Right. Second, I'm gonna be generous and humble and say I might be one of the top 50 players in the NBA. Right? I got that list way shorter. But I'll yeah. say 50 just for argument's sake. Because yeah. it ain't Hoopers that's making that list. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So with those two things in mind, that means the NBA is the best league in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Now, there may be a couple guys overseas or whatever that could play and you know. But sure. essentially, out of the top 500 players in the world, the world, the world, the world I'm, in this, I'm in this percentile of – people that play this game. So there's nothing, nobody outside of that, that could tell me, like I said, coaches, and I'm talking former coaches, my, my high school coach, my grade school coach, my college coach, my AAU coach, my mom, my family that has sports background, management, because they have experience in the field, my teammates, I value those opinions. I value Kyle Lowry's opinion. I value DeMar DeRozan's opinion. I value CJ Miles' opinion. I value Marcus Saul's opinion. I value Kawhi Leonard's opinion. These are the, the, the opinions that matter to me, right? Hmm. So the rest of it is just chatter, bro. Like it's just online, you know what I mean? And it used to be, yeah. you go to the game, you take your family to the game, you watch the game, or you watch on TV, and you just, you know, you say to your whatever. 
oh man, this guy sucks. Oh man, this guy's trash. Oh man, this guy don't never pass. And you just say it, right? Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's available for the world to see. So people get so mm-hmm. caught up in what people are saying, but it's like, mm-hmm. I don't really care what nobody say about me. Like I really truly don't care mm-hmm. because I know what's in my heart. You Nobody can tell me I'm selfish. Like you can't tell me that. I don't care. Like, I don't care what you say. You can't tell me that because I know what's what's in my heart. I know how I play the game. And the greats respect me. My, I didn't even touch on the other players that I never played with. I'm just talking about my teammates. Yeah. We can go down the list of all of the greatest players that have played in my seven years who I have went and earned the respect and the admiration of by the way I play the game. Mm-hmm. The guys I'm going toe-to-toe with who – some fans may think are better than me, but I'm looking them in their eyes. You know what I'm saying? Every night. So like my vantage point is going to be way different. Yeah. yeah. There's a whole nother aspect of what goes on in the locker room with each other mm-hmm. that I would never speak on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah. like, it ain't, it ain't none of your business. You don't need to know what's going on. Like, yeah, but the like, biggest thing too, if if anybody ever had to change their scouting report for you, you can't tell me nothing. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. why should you? But it's like it's weird with sports because they take out the craft part of sports. Like they just throw their opinions on it. They take out the skill and the yeah. craft and the will it take to do what we doing. Because if I walked in a in a hospital right now while the surgeon was doing surgery, it was like, hey, bro, cut right here. Everybody would look at me like I was crazy. Yeah, you'd be you'd be yeah. nuts. First of all, I wouldn't even be able to get close enough to even do it. <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so like the fact that somebody can think that like you can come in here and talk to me crazy about a job that I've been essentially interviewing for since I was like four or five years old. Like I've been working at this my whole life. You have never worked at anything for a summer. Like you can't even fathom putting all your eggs in one basket like this. Mm -hmm. So why should you think you could be able to come in here and I mean, you saying stuff about the game that night and we speaking about the game and I'm playing bad, I'm playing shit. Tell me. That's fine. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, but like digging in it and saying all these other things and throwing all your other opinions on the actual real fabric of the game, like the work that's put in, and you don't think I need, and you think I need to do this or that. You ain't even recognize the play. Like yeah. you don't even know, you don't even know what happened. Like you don't even know what happened. Yeah, so that 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 happened. That happens. That happened to me so much in my career was like I end up taking the last shot of the game, and they like, man, he he's trying to win the game. He's so selfish. Bro. It's like, bro, that's not even really how it panned out. But like, all right, I, I mean, you know how many hey. times? I mean, the keyword being, you ended up taking the last yeah. shot. People, you know just, people just talk, man. People just you know talk. How many times just, I had to take a shot at the end of the shot clock, and people was like, "Why are you taking ill advised shots?" Like, bro, the but <laughs> if I just held the ball and the buzzer went off, you'll be so mad. And I'm, <laughs> like, listen, I, I, I so make mad. mistakes. I make mistakes. I play bad. I, I, you know, I'm not a perfect player by any stretch. I'm nowhere near my full potential where I want to mm-hmm. be. Like, I'm open to criticism. Nobody criticizes <laughs> me harder than I am on myself. Nobody's harder on me than I am on myself. Mm-hmm. And that's that's another reason why I'm able to weather that because it's like the, the stuff that they saying or people saying whatever is just like mm-hmm. whatever you know what I mean I know I'm going to break down all of my misses and you know looking mm-hmm. at everything and how I can be better knowing the full scope of the situation but yeah it's funny it's 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 been a thing this year just because yeah. uh, of the team's performance you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah, yeah. which is like another aspect too is like I can give you I can give you. 39, 8, 7, 5, and 4, and then it just be like, ah, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. So that, exactly. That actually excites me because <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm pretty good. If this yeah. is not, yeah, if this, this is ain't, not mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I've been doing this for a couple of years now, so let's let's see like what I can do next. You know what yeah. I mean? What's the next level I got to get to? And I think like that's where I am now. Is like how do I take myself to that to that next level? Um, and take the team to that next level really is, is what I've been focused on. It's like, mm. all right, I, I, I'm just, I just keep giving myself more challenges. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not satisfied with none of this, but like people's opinions are, are and it's, it's really all online. The other thing I'll say too, before we move on is, but because of the online part, which I've had my like I, I have an off and on again thing with mm-hmm. Twitter and all of that stuff, right? You got to take breaks because it get a little yeah. crazy at the time. Um, so I haven't been seeing as much. This is the least I've ever been on social media this year. I, I play Instagram to post my stuff and stuff like yeah. that because it's not as many opinions on there. But um, that was a choice, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, that was a choice. Yeah, the the, the person to person interaction in real life, like the love I get outside in the street is 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 like you would think i was the mvp you think you you were great so like the drastic (laughs) difference between what people saying online and like Mm -hmm. the the love that i get when i'm outside and i'm getting people who tell me yo man your story and the bet on yourself man it saved my life man it changed my life it made me do this it made me do that oh man my my sister had cancer and she watched your interview about you betting on yourself and it gave her more courage to da, da, da. like that is stuff that I value. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Online, but whatever, you, like you can't beat the internet, man. Can't nobody beat the yeah, internet. Yeah. They're not like, even real people. Like <laughs> it's not even like a, it's not even it's, a thing. It's true. But the yeah. craziest thing about that is that some of them people you met in the street is some of the people that's talking crazy on the internet. <laughs> exactly. The, I was about to say that. I was just about, about to say that. There's no accountability that, on social media. Yeah, like I'm gonna make a fake. That's a problem. What happened with the internet is people stopped getting punched in the face. Like this yeah. is the real case. Like people stop getting punched in the face and everybody got yeah. crazy. Cause now I can say whatever from the other side of the world without even my own picture on the screen. Yeah, you mm. could just say anything. Yeah, like, you, you know more than do me. Whatever. You know yeah. more than me. You know more than Nick Nurse. You know more than Masai. You know more than like, all right, man. I mean, listen, hey, meanwhile, you, you a mechanic that never touched the basketball. And no, no, no offense to being a mechanic. I'm just saying you don't do what I do. I can't yeah, fix I- my car. So if I need to talk to you, I bring you my car. Like it's not no, wrong. Also, also, CJ, like I'm just natural, and and I'm not saying I get it because I even people and guys in the league too, but I've never and anybody that ever know me know me like I've never been a person to like disrespect a professional, whatever that craft is. Like I stopped playing football in the ninth grade. My best friend played college football. Now, when I was a little kid, I thought I was pretty good at football. Maybe even mm-hmm. better than him at some some point in my life. I'm going to defer to him when it comes to talking football. Yeah, facts. I like boxing. I box a little bit and fight it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not disrespecting no fighters, man. You crazy? I'm not disrespecting a golfer. I'm not disrespecting a a baseball player. Like, I just don't enjoy Mm -hmm. music, sports, entertainment. That's not the way I consume it is to look at them and be like oh man this guy is this or this guy is that because i know what it took to get me here and i can't i can't if i can't do it 
I'm not going to say anything negative about a person because I can't do it. I can't do that. Why would I talk bad about you? I can't do what you do. But that goes it seems, to that, it internet, seems so simple, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, that goes to the Internet yeah. thing we're talking about. So that what the Internet did is that it took away process. So like everything just pop on your feed. Yeah. So you don't get to see none of the everybody want everything the way they see it, which is it just popped yeah. up. So they think they can get it that way. So now process is not a part of nothing. I think I can shoot like Fred Van Fleet if I just walk in the gym and start shooting from half court. Yeah. Like I'm gonna just start doing it, right? I'm gonna just do it. And it don't work like that. Like when I with kids and I'm around, I talk to them about these shooters. I'm like, bro, like myself and every great shooter I ever knew, never the first 15, 20 minutes of the workout, I didn't get past the two, uh, the free throw line. Right. And they can't understand that. I was like, bro, yeah, this you got is a not crazy routine. I'm like, this you can't you can't <sighs> build this like that. You can't build a house with the roof first. Like <laughs> you can't put a roof up in the air and then just sit there. They don't know. And the, and the only thing about that part of it is what as as it talking about our situation is like we are one of the top markets in the league too. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. you gotta realize that like some of these people is just just they just they just what, what are they venting or they just yeah. saying what they feel or they just starting yeah. whatever mm -hmm. they trying to start something they're not trying to start something like the amount of attention that it gets is way mm -hmm. more than yeah. like normal you know what I'm saying because our basketball community as Raptor fans especially post championship mm -hmm. has grown a lot you know what I mean like there's a it lot was crazy of when I was there and I, yeah, I there's a lot was, of active yeah. engagement built around the team and everybody have their own way that they engage in that you know what i'm saying so i don't never i don't really care i don't take it personal i don't look at it I, like it is what it is it don't and then when the host, when the, when the zero weight started, in my life when what the fan duel when the fan duel started when the bet started that's when it got crazy because yeah. now people just mad just because yeah. they didn't get their money from something like you could have had a good game but mm. i needed you to make five threes instead of four yeah so now it's like like you and your kids, like yeah. type stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, in bro, a way, in a way I'm grateful for it. In a way, I'm grateful for it because it's, it's helped me do two things. I've been staying off of Twitter, which is has yeah. been great for me. Yeah. Um, and two, I stopped looking at my Instagram DMs because it's all fan. <laughs> right, so right, like, right. I'm just listen. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I didn't found. I just started reading books and all that type hey, of stuff. Hey, I've been, see, I've been look, doing more stuff. You know look, what I mean? Like, I'm just did been, you good. I post my stuff on Instagram just to just to show how fly yeah. I am. And then other than that, <laughs> I, I don't be tripping, man. I'm I just, still I just, yeah. I just be chilling, bro. I don't yeah. I don't really pay, with pay you. that that much mind. I hate you. I mean, you mentioned the betting thing, and I don't know if you saw it on uh, the latest Hustle Play episode with Chris Boucher. Uh, we had Alvin Williams on, and Chris was there too, and he referenced the betting thing, and he said that someone messaged him that I chose the wrong slave today. Because he got, Yee. he had five points instead of 10 points. And even to him, like he's been in the league for a little while. He's dealt with his share of criticism, but that took him back too. even us in the studio. We're just like, wait, what did he just say that? Yeah, that's, yeah. And that's, that's the other really part, it, bro. Too, right? And, and I, I'm not laughing at that situation, but I'm laughing at the fact of like the same people that is talking about us. Like you can't fathom dealing with this on a daily basis you know yeah. what i'm saying like yeah you can't fathom uh i hope your mom dies dm yeah. every day every day <laughs> every day, every day like, you get a dm like that like some random 20, like, 2020 yeah 54 zero win lose draw like you can't fathom that as a as a regular person now in our position we built for it right mm -hmm. like I got thick skin, you know what I'm saying? But like, you probably I, took your time to get there, though. 
I would no, imagine. I mean, I, my, like I said, my upbringing is of this. Like I've yeah. been in real situations. I've mm. seen real things. Like I come up around like a real outside traumatic, dangerous mm. environment. You know what and I'm saying? And they like, don't DM. Like, and they don't DM, bro. <laughs> They don't like, DM. That's not what they like, do. This, this <laughs> like, is just like people yeah. talking that can't yeah. even get close yeah. to me in real life. Yeah. And if you try something crazy, it's gonna go crazy. That's really yeah. how I approach it. You know, what's what I'm the end? Yeah. Play, stu play stupid games, get stupid, uh, get stupid, stupid prizes. Prize. Yeah, <laughs> like, so that, like, but like yeah. people, like the other thing is that, like you said, like every day somebody going. And the other thing is make you think, it make you wonder, like what you got going on in your life for real that got you, like, because yeah. even like you said, say it's the same. I used to like it used to, and then it's they don't understand. It's like. You might get a, a like three or four people that just always doing it like every day. It's like this random person that just on you. It's just the one he picked you this year, and I'm mm -hmm. the one you gonna mess with. So you have thirty. It's like you gonna have six tomorrow. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, you gonna yeah, find yeah. a way to get in your yeah. comments and your DMs to the point where it becomes comical. That's why yeah. you see guys sometimes going back and forth with guys on because they this guy's been in their DMs and yeah, in their yeah, comments for like two years. Mm. It's like a joke. For it, bro. Yeah, they it's just like a joke. <laughs> Like, I'm me, not even really mad. I'm just like messing with him because he think he getting something out of it. One day I'm a, one day I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna go down. Have somebody go through my pages and <laughs> just look at my block list because my block list crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's just how I approach it. Like if I see yeah. something, I'm not looking for it. I learned my lesson probably my second, maybe my third year about looking for your name and trying to see what you know. what I'm saying I learned that four or five years ago. Like, all right, you can't search mm -hmm. your name do all that that's where you're gonna find all the crazy stuff yeah i don't do that so anything yeah. that i see that's about me if i don't like it you're getting blocked like it's just how it go because if you come up mm. to me in real life with that bull you're getting blocked yeah. like it's just gonna happen yeah. like like that you know what i'm saying so it's the same thing but the other thing is we got we got two wives that's detectives that like to do yeah, that yeah, though yeah, yeah, like yeah, shay yeah. and lauren like to get on yeah. there and like go through. look I, at yeah. this he ain't even i'm like bro don't just stop and that's <laughs> like, like that's the other part too i gotta be calm yeah everybody around me is on go at yeah. all times yeah. like yeah. they doing they they looking yeah. up people they done found where people live at and all i'm just like no bro, you know man. how many times i don't walked in on, <laughs> on tay and lauren on facetime talking about something that came from yeah, nah, they don't they don't play <laughs> they don't play and they shouldn't and i had to get over yeah. that so i had to be like look i'm not even going like i get it like because if somebody was talking about you i would be the same way like you know what i mean so i but like just keep it like keep it down though like don't get Cause you remember Lauren ended up on the internet on, on ESPN or something yeah. when I was in Indy. Cause she talked about me getting kicked in the nuts by Draymond during that time. He was kicking everybody yeah, and they put wild. that on the, they put it on a sports talk show. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I just try to not engage, man. Just let it, just let it blow over. I'm not giving it no publicity. Like right. I know it's been a big thing. I only know this because people tell me and it, you know, it's like people always checking on me. I got a lot of people that care about me, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, Especially yep. with the down part of the season, people was checking. I'm like, man, you good, man? I see all this. I'll be like, bro, I'm great. Like, I'm living, yeah, living my dream. And you don't dream about this part of it, but it come with it. You know what I'm saying? If this is the worst thing I got to deal with is online chitter chatter, like my life is is pretty good, bro. I'm I'm chilling. We talked about it on the show. I was I was like I said hey, that's one person I was never worried about. Even when I was playing, when I was like I was never worried about him. Like I was yeah. never like that's how I, that's how you ended up with the name Steady. Like yeah, I, yeah. I was yeah. never worried about you. Like no matter what was going on, I was like, bro, he not like it's gonna take it's gonna take kid. it's gonna take more than that, bro. Like he and, gonna and figure it out. Me and my mom talk about that all the time because she think I'm crazy because like <laughs> I just be like 
I don't like I don't know, man. Nothing nothing can be worse than, you know, my upbringing and certain things that I had to go through, you know, to get yeah. here. So it's like if it ain't worse than that, it's, it's like whatever. Yeah. And people want to rise out. They they think yeah. that every they want to rise out of you. So like cause they they think that's the only way you can show that you care about something. It's not. That's just what we've been taught. Like you're yeah. not you don't have to, it don't have to be the best way to approach the situation is how do I fix it? Not just to get upset and get a rise up. It's just like me getting the rise out of me getting upset and yelling and I can't fix it. I can't see. Yeah. And I don't, and I don't get mad at people for their opinion either. Like you can yeah. have your opinion. I just don't right. value it. Like you can have your opinion. <laughs> I just don't value your opinion. Like think yeah. what you want to think. It don't like, you don't know what you're talking about, bro. And it's, it's cool. wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You could be wrong. I'm not an argue. I'm not a debate yeah. person. Like I'm not an arguer. Yeah. Like I don't argue. Like it is what it is. Well, let's wrap up with some uh, rapid fire questions. I got the memo that we have to giddy up here. So, uh, former teammate you missed the most. Um, come on. It could like, be CJ Miles. Right here, bro. In the league. Sorry, in the league. In the league. In the league. Former playing. teammate. Yes. There we go. That's still playing. Yeah, in the league. Uh, I'm talking. I, I really miss. The Ava and, and Nadia more than. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, hey, yo, side so note, Nadia is a maniac now. But wait till you see her she, again yeah, when the season over. Hey, um, you gonna you gonna love her like she one of your own the way she act, bro. Yeah, <laughs> right there. The, the, the teammate yeah. I missed the most that's in the league right now. Um, damn, I can't pick that, bro. Because it's all for different reasons. You know what I'm saying? I think. I miss Kyle just because we became, you know, inseparable. Like, yeah. the last couple of years, we did everything together. Um, I miss DeMar just having somebody to lean on, you know, off the court stuff. And then Norm, I just, I miss Norm just because he feel like, you know, he, he like he the one that's not here. You know what I'm saying? We saw, yeah. I saw him and saw the line and it was just weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we sitting, me, 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 Kuz, DeLon, and Yak sitting for dinner. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this is kind of weird, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. but that's just where we at. Current NBA player you've learned the most from. Current NBA player? You've learned the most from, yes. Could be life, could be basketball. The most probably Kyle Lowry. Once again, Kyle Lowry. I can't yeah, escape no. Kyle Lowry. <laughs> player you've loved watching grow from afar the most. So someone on a different team, you respect their journey, or maybe someone you knew, and now you're watching them do great things. Um, Jalen Brunson. Mm. Yeah. Brunson. I met, I, I knew Jalen. I met him or saw him, whatever, and uh, when he was in high school. He, he went to high school in Illinois, so... I've been watching uh I've been watching JB for a while. It's yeah. Be nice, man. Yeah, super nice. nice. And he played just like that in high school. Like it's not like you know what I mean? But it's it's, a, it's amazing when you go look back at they old, yeah. like when they was free and everybody played how they playing now in the league. Yeah, it just got bigger. Yeah. Like yeah, he, he's he's super tough, bro. CJ, you like him too? Yeah, I like JB. I think he's yeah. tough. Like, I mean, and then I got a lot of obviously he was down here in Dallas, so I saw even more games. When he mm -hmm. was here in Texas, but like I always, I thought he was nice. Like, and I thought just it's like that thing you get that opportunity, all that herky jerk in his game, he can score at every level. Like, now him getting to be a lead guard, and you know, Julius up there playing crazy too. Like, got some shooters around, they 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 got a good thing, they, yeah, they, they got into something 100%. When did you realize your hands were weapons of mass destruction? <laughs> um. <laughs> 
I've wow. seen some incredible things come out of those hands of yours at your height. You shouldn't be able to steal the ball from someone who's like 6'8", 230, but here we are. Yeah, probably when I was a little kid. Yeah. When I was a little kid, yeah. Like, um, probably come from just fighting my brother every day. <laughs> um, a little boxing training and then just like, <laughs> I played that. I played that full court pressure trap, running gun, man to man defense my whole life. So like I've been, like I used to get offended when if you could get it across half court on me. You know what I'm saying? That's how I used to play when I was a kid. Sound like Jeff Doughton Jr. Yeah. He says the same thing. Yeah, Jeff got some of that too for sure. How has becoming a father made you a better NBA player? A few more, and then we'll we'll get you out of here. Um, I I think uh. It just gives you a great perspective on life. Um, I think it changes your viewpoint from me to we. You know, it changes, like, you know, the moment your girl or your wife or your whatever tells you she's pregnant, like, your life is over. It's no more longer about you. Like, nothing is nothing. Mm. After, nobody cares about you anymore, bro. It's like it's time to <laughs> yeah. put other people first and. <laughs> Um, once the baby comes, then it's like I got to protect and nurture and lead and provide and protect, you know, this other human and teach. Um, so all of those things shape me as a man. And I think basketball, more than any sport, your character is going to show through your play. So I think that, uh, you know, having kids just, you know, sharpened and um, made me better as a man and, and obviously, you know, better as a player as I become a better man. They make it real easy to leave that bullshit outside. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, it like, just like, put, bro, it, what, put everything in it, Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not bringing that to them in the house. They, don't, they, ain't, got nothing, they ain't got nothing to do with none of this. At all. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I'm not bringing that to them. What tests, final question for you, what tests the patience of Steady Freddy from an off-court perspective? Nothing basketball-related. What makes Steady Freddy not so steady? Um, I really, <laughs> I really, I really, I really don't like, like, I'm going to say lying, but I really don't like when people play with my intelligence. Like, uh, I don't You must like, deal with that in business. I deal with it every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just don't like people playing me for a fool. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing that's like, I've got a real good hold on my temper, like, as I've gotten older. But, like, that's one thing that's like, don't try to get over on me. You know what I'm saying? Because I see everything. Like, I'm very mm. aware. Um a lighter answer than that would just be, you know, kids like <laughs> Junior. <laughs> yeah, like like Junior, man. Junior is the boys yeah, are like, different, man. I got yo, me a eighteen month old. He is different. He's built yo, different. He has he, got he's got a motor that I have never seen before. He's he's me like without experience and <laughs> that's, that's maturity. Why, that's why I miss like, you know, He is just the core, like, fireball of who I am. It's just him balled up in a three-year-old. Yeah. So That's why he messed with you, because it's you. Yeah, that's every yeah. day, me and him just, just in there fighting. Funny, man. That dude is hilarious, man. Yeah, he's crazy. He's guy, man. Yeah. CJ, final final thought? Anything you want to wanna touch I mean, on? So we, we, got, we, we got a good conversation out of it. I got nothing, man. I'm just glad my man yeah. got it, made it to the show, you know? Man, sure. we got through half the questions uh, here. There was several facts. more topics, but maybe uh, we go on during the half you what during summertime or something. Happen, we do a part two, happen. or we go, we got to do a part two, or we got to do the uh, the live show. A live nah, show I've been, really been talking. I need to get really up to cool. Toronto, so like, yeah. so mm. we can do that. Lock it right, in. Man. Appreciate y'all, boys, man. Oh, we can, 
Oh, we, thanks, Freddie. Once, oh, we can do it. We can do it summertime from the beach somewhere. You know, we got to get. Oh, listen, hey, <laughs> hey, hey listen. I'm waiting tell on Yahoo, you. Tell Yahoo cut the check. I could be. We could, we could just add me as a third co-host. Hey, yo Yahoo, yo Yahoo, yo, yo Yahoo. Don't they tease me, bro. Don't tease me, bro. Don't tease me. Definitely cut Yahoo. you a check. All right, y'all. Thank you. you. All right, yo. Appreciate you, dog. Right. Get going. Get some rest, man. Yep. Thank you. My guy.